Hey, I'm Dan. And I'm Zach. And we are Fiery Friends. And this is episode 13, I think? That sounds about right. Yep. We're going strong. 13 in... And we're back. We're at my house this time. It's been a while since we've come over here. Um, so that's that's a nice change of pace. Actually, last time we were here was exactly a month ago when we came back from our hiatus Ooh. and we shared our first taste of God's glory. glory. Amen. And actually, it's kind of fitting that this week we're just kind of doing basic life updates because that's kind of what we did a month ago. So it's a really nice day to just look at some cool things that have been happening in our lives over the past month. Because last week the wheel landed on DTWC. Dang, that was cool. So now that we're here, um, Dan, let's just let's just before we go into any craziness about cool things in our lives, how you doing? Like how how you feeling this morning? All right now. Yeah, I feel like that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yes, Dan is very sickly today. It's very strange because he's not a sickly boy. I don't get sick. This is really weird. He's he's very strangely sickly. But I believe that you're going to feel better soon. Good, because I'm about to leave for a week-long climbing road trip down to Tennessee. That's true. He's about to do a lot of active work Mm -hmm. out in the Tennessee lands. So hopefully he'll feel better. For all you people out there, pray for our boy Daniel. I receive your prayer. To feel nice on his trip. And yeah, I'm doing okay too. I only slept like four hours. Um, yep. So my breathing's a little bit less amazing than usual. You're crazy. But it's not too bad. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in on this. So, anyways, um, yeah. So Dan, I think today, today, uh, what we basically talked about doing for DTWC is just kind of each of us sharing seven things that were pretty cool that God did in the last week and we'll just alternate back and forth until we go through all of them and then we'll do the old wheel spin and i have some news for what's coming up next week as well because next week dan as aforementioned will be on his trip so i have a interesting special podcast that will happen while he's gone so (laughs) i will share about that at the end so stay tuned i will stay tuned Yes, Dan doesn't even know about this yet. I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> but anyways, uh, do you want to start the DTWC or should I do it? Ooh, you start. Me. Okay. Let me take out my phone because I take notes. Smart. Let's see what I wrote down. Da da do da. Do 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 do. Alright, so I have some that are deep and some that are less deep. So we're going to start with With number one. Alright, number one is my friend Will fixed my laptop. Dang! That That was was cool. cool. (laughs) Yeah, so... Basically, what happened is my laptop screen, like, I think what happened is I stepped on it at one point, because, like, sometimes in my bedroom, I just don't look at the floor before I, like, get out of bed. 
So one day I think I stepped on my laptop and then half the screen turned white and I was like, huh, this isn't great. So then I brought it to Will and he was like, oh yeah, this isn't great. So then he ripped it off and then the whole thing turned white and he was like, oh, I will fix this now. And I was like, great. And at first I didn't know if he was actually going to succeed at fixing it. I was like, I don't know, it could work out or it could not work out. But he I, gave me... I trusted you, Will, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but he gave me a loner laptop to use while he was, um, or while, I, while he was fixing it. So that was really helpful for like those two weeks. Actually, that's like the last two weeks for the podcast. I was using his borrowed laptop. But now he's given me mine back, and it's crisp, but the screen he put in is so nice. So nice. It's fricka, fricka, fricka fresh. And I guess, like, also to throw on this, like, over the past month, like, there's been a lot of upgrades to our podcast. Like, I mean, a month ago when we did the first Taste of Glory, we still didn't have the wheel, and we didn't have a Blue Yeti microphone, which we're still kind of learning. Like, last week I was listening to the audio of the fast food bracket, and it didn't really work all that hot. Like, oh, no. There's a lot of like booms and stuff that spontaneously happened, and I feel like the Blue Yeti picks up a lot, so it's not necessarily working all that much better. But we're learning. I'm I'm excited to learn and grow and put out the best podcast we can for you people. We love you, so we try to sound nice for you. Yeah, as best as we can. So um, but yeah, that's that's my first DTWC. Thank you, Will, for fixing my laptop. Yeah, you. I know that might seem pretty shallow to you people out there, but, like, DTWCs can be anything. It can be mm-hmm. deep, powerful, crazy stuff that God's done, or it can be the little things that we don't appreciate. So, so it's pretty easy to find seven of those in seven days, I think. I mean, we have a whole past month to go through if we want, so there's a lot of material, but... Daniel, what is your first DTWC? Well, number one on my list in my brain happened on February 28th. On February 28th. What happened on February 28th? I started dating my new girlfriend. Hey! Her name is Ellie. Yes. yes, our fourth little Cole. Yes, she's such a great Cole. She was a great Cole. She podcasted all about Raya and the Last Dragon, or like the ten minutes of that she saw before she fell asleep. Yes, and it, it was, was so good. great, so good. So, so why why is that cool? Why is it cool? Why is it so cool that you have a girlfriend, Dan? Well, when one has a girlfriend. Life is exciting. Really? Tell yes. me more. It means that you're always just things are growing, going places. New relationships are always exciting. Especially when you're like, wow, I wasn't even really looking for this. Yeah. And then God just kind of puts someone in your path and you're like, oh, hello. True, the timing of it has been nice and it's- unexpected. It has been very, very cool. Everything about it has been very exciting. And there are so many, so many confirmations and exciting moments. And I've just been super blessed. And it's been just a lot of fun. And also a lot of opportunities to push her towards Jesus. And she pushes me towards Jesus. Yeah. So we grow a lot together. And it's really powerful and super amazing. And so blessed. 
So, dang, that, that was, was cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that we say that after every one. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Very spicy. <laughs> Super spicy. All the spice <laughs> and everything nice. All right, cool. Um, then I will say something cool. Um, so I guess I'll make my second DTWC a bigger picture thing because there's some bigger picture things that have finally got some confirmation in my life this month, which yes, has sir. been super exciting as far as like next steps, what I'm doing this summer, what I'm doing after summer. And, um, so I think the first DTWC I want to share is, we'll, we'll start with the big one that in September on Dan's birthday, I'm going to Hawaii. Yeah. Which I feel like I might have actually mentioned that on here at some point over the last month. Because I'm excited about Kona, it. Kona, 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 Kona. It is pretty cool. Because, like, um, I've been wanting to go to YWAM Kona for Forever. a long time. Yeah. And I haven't really taken any active step toward it for a while. Because when I first got back from BGU, there was just, like, a lot of healing that had to happen. And the timing wasn't right. Um, but as the year has gone by, it's actually, like, this time last year is, like, you know, around the same time, like, we were in the, you know, the airports, like, flying home from D.C. and all that crazy shenanigans, and, um, it was just, it was so wild, like, this time last year, leaving Africa, and it was a lot, it was a huge process to, like, get pulled out of a country that you thought you were gonna be in for 16 months, and mm-hmm. get everything turned on its head, and it's been a, a year from then now, um, since I've been home, and, um, and I've just been itching to get back out into the world. Um, but it's been a waiting game, waiting for God's time. And I think that, um, it was really cool to be able to finally apply for YWAM. And I got my acceptance a few weeks ago to actually be a part of the program in September. Um, so I'm super hyped about it. I think it's going to be, I mean, I'm actually, okay. I am super hyped, but it's, it's weird. Cause it's like, I feel so like, it's been so long since I've gone anywhere or done anything crazy yeah. that it almost, like, feels more uncomfortable. Like, when I started my other college, like, I felt so ready. I was like, I'm ready for college. Like, God's prepared me. Let's go. But for YWAM, I'm still a little bit, um, still a little bit on edge at certain moments. Like, there's some moments I'm like, man, like, it's been, like, a year since I've talked to people outside of Waukesha. Like, I mean, like, besides, like, on Facebook, a few people, but... You know, it's going to be interesting, like, meeting new community. I think it's going to challenge me, grow me. And then, like, the way the program works there is you do three months on campus in Hawaii doing, um, like, discipleship training. And then you do three months overseas in a random country or countries that they send you to to do missions work. Um, Actually, Dan's girlfriend, Ellie, she's had experience with it, actually. Yeah, she's been on Nakona. Yeah, she did similar program and actually the exact same program basically like <laughs> i think it was a little bit of a different dts but she got to go to like israel and italy i think it was right? yeah so i mean if, if, if wherever i end up is as cool as israel and italy like this is gonna be fun and it's gonna be awesome and hopefully we'll get some cool stories of what um what jesus is able to do and the lives of the people that i'm able to impact so yeah that's a really cool thing and it's kind of been like what's like kept me going through some of the mundane days that I've been facing recently because it's been a pretty 
mundane week overall. Like, you'll notice in my DTWCs that a lot of them are just things that I did by myself. Because I really did not do a whole lot of social things this week. Um, so a lot of my cool stuff right now is just looking forward with a lot of hope and anticipation and excitement. Yes. Um, but also trying to make the most of the time I have right now here. It's just trying to figure out what kind of things are available to do. But, yeah, so I'm going to YWAM in September. Dang. That was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Dan. (laughs) All right. What's your nice DGWC? My next DGWC has been an adventure of rock. They call it Adventure Rock. It's where I go climbing. (laughs) Whoa, you go rock climbing. Yes, it's been really cool recently. I've had the opportunity to go rock climbing a good amount. Because about, I think about a month and a half ago or so, got a two-month membership with a bunch of friends from house church the living room and a lot of other people started climbing too we started a group chat and there's just like a ton of people climbing it's been really cool and i've always really liked the idea of rock climbing and i've always actually really wanted to have a membership at adventure rock and i've always been like ah i don't know it's kind of far and i don't really have people to climb with but now i don't care and there's people to climb with. That's true. You got that rock community. Yes. We are a rock. And I like rock climbing a lot. It's just really fun. You just you can see yourself grow. Like, from time to time when you go. You're like, oh, I couldn't climb this route before. But now I can. Because I know different techniques. And how to move your body and stuff. And then you get stronger in different ways. It's cool. Because I like to work out. But this is like a different workout. It uses a lot of muscles that I would never touch and never get a workout. So it's just really fun. And then you get to meet different people. Like I met this really tall, sloth-like dude named Danny. Ooh. Who's really cool. He's just he's just the nicest guy. Sloth Danny. Yes. He's so patient when he climbs. He's just, he sees, he sees his move and then just slowly goes and just gets it. And just keeps on going. And then he like always makes it up. And I'm like, that goes for the good. (laughs) Very nice. Yeah, it's just really fun. Because we'll like plan days to go. And then we'll go as a community. Or sometimes it'll just be... Like yesterday, Ellie and I were there climbing. And then our friend Sam just showed up. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, hey, what up? Climb with us. But I just really like... I don't know. I really like climbing rocks. It's just really fun getting to use different... I I don't know. It's like a mental and a physical thing all at once because you're like solving a problem. Right. You're like, how do I get from here to there Point with all of these different things? And it's colorful and it's fun and it's exciting. Yeah. Rock climbing walls are a good time. Definitely. It's so good. And it got me all hyped up and excited to go rock climbing outdoors in Tennessee. So I, it's pretty hype. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's been a, it's been a good time of climbing and growing that way, community. But also just I like climbing rocks a lot. So yes. uh, 
Dang, Dang, that that was was cool. cool. Hey, thanks for doing it with me this time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to let you have it all on that one about Hawaii. It's like, I can't say it's cool. I've already said that a hundred times. Someone else has to say it. I felt so alone saying it, though. (laughs) I was like, is he going to join me? That's true. Well, it's cool that I'm going to Hawaii. How cool? Pretty cool. Okay. Like dang levels that's of a pretty cool. dang good level right there so cool alright well let's see what else is cool in my life yeah what's number three number three of the cool things in my life is this TV show I started watching a week ago Ooh. and it was called Beauty and the Geek Yes! Now, you might be wondering, what is this show? Is it like Beauty and the Beast? Is it? It's nothing (laughs) like that at all, actually. It's nothing like that, Daniel. (laughs) So Beauty and the Geek is basically, it's this really interesting show where they take seven beautiful girls and they take seven nerdy guys that so it's basically like the idea is having seven nerds who have no social skills and seven beautiful people who are stupid and that's kind of like what they do is they take people mm-hmm. who need to be smart and they have boys who can teach them how to be smart and then they have people who are pretty and then they have the the boys who aren't pretty like they can be taught the social skills yes and so how it works is like each girl gets paired up with a guy and then they have to do these challenges every week where the girls have to, like, have the guys do challenges of, like, social things. So, like, there's some where they have to, like, ask girls numbers or they have to, like... Give them massages. Yeah, they have to learn how to give massages <laughs> and do all these things that... Go shopping for their clothes yeah. without knowing their sizes. Yep, exactly. Like, uh, nerdy boys, they, they don't know how to do these things. So it's a really cool, like, learning experience show. And, like, it's not about dating. Like, the host specifically says, this is not a dating show. Like, sometimes they'll still be, like, a nerd who will, like, make out with a girl. Because, like, some of these beautiful girls, they're just used to making out with people. So when they're stuck in a house with just nerds, sometimes they just they just make out. <laughs> but it's nerds not the like, point of the I show. I have an opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> I'll never have this opportunity with these beautiful beds ever again. Yeah. But sometimes that's, yeah, it's not the point of this show, though. And that's, like, I just like it because what it does is it, like, you know, there's, like, a lot of really heartfelt moments where, like, you know, like, the women will be, like, oh, all these geeks. Like, I thought geeks were lame, but then I got to know them, and they were so much better than all the hunky boys that I've dated. And it's, like, man, because, like, I feel that geeky feeling. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> i guess you don't know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but yes i relate i relate to the geeks very well and so when i see them like just being loved for who they are it's just it gives me a good feeling in my soul amen you know so yeah that was like a really good show i binged like the first two seasons in like three days because i was just so excited about them so dang that, that was, was cool. cool. Alright, you're up, Dan. Man, I really enjoyed watching that show, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I told you. Because you started watching it and you're like, dang. You should watch this with Ellie. Yeah, did you get through the whole season or no? No, nah, we didn't finish the season yet. We're pretty close. Nice. I yeah. think we're on episode five. Dude, that's awesome. It's been really fun. Mm. Yeah, we watched it. And then we were like, this is really great. Let's watch more of this whenever we get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like, this show's so good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Definitely recommend. Y'all should check it out. Yeah, just have pop on YouTube and type in Beauty and the Geek. Yeah, yeah, it's free on YouTube. It's like it's one of those shows that's so old that there's no copyright on it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's super great. Yeah, we really like that show a lot. It's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially like the like the elimination at the end where they ask questions, and then oh, yeah. we're both just like, "Do you know the answer to that question?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's super interesting because like, it's like sometimes I know the beauty questions more than the geek questions. I know. I I knew most of the geek questions and I knew some of the beauty questions yeah it's weird because so. like a lot of the beauty questions is just like 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 there's like one question it's like math like sometimes they'll ask the girls math because they're like these girls are so dumb they don't even know math like it's like I don't know where they find these girls because they really don't even know like basic things like I don't know like in the first episode like I think one of them's asked something about like the North Dakotas or something I don't remember it's like <laughs> yes it's like, like what's what what's farther north south dakota or north, or, or north carolina yeah <laughs> it's kind of a trick question i know it's it's kind of tricky but south uh, dakota is south very dakota's way more north yes very true learn your geography kids so yeah we really like that show a lot that's not my dtwc but it's really great so i just wanted to piggyback on that yes very nice i enjoy good piggybacking yeah I think my third DTWC is going to be from Tuesday of this week. Which was... Oh, I know what that was. (laughs) Yeah, I got to DJ my friend's wedding, which was really cool. Thanks for getting married, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, so there's this family of boys, the East Boys. They're like a cool squad, and I love them. And I started life with them crawling on the ground and then was separated from them for over a decade and then <laughs> found them again. It's a great story. But I did not expect Brian to be the first one of the four married. Yeah, I was But he did it. <laughs> I'm happy for the guy. I've never, I don't know if I've ever even met his girlfriend, but... Kylie's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, she's super awesome. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool because I was like, I don't know. I love DJing weddings. It's my one of my many passions. But I was so happy to be able to DJ his wedding. And it was just really awesome. Just super extra good. And it was like even bonus good because it was the first wedding that I DJed while I had a girlfriend. So I was like, Ellie, you have to come to this with me. Gotta experience it. And she was super excited. She's like, I want to see you DJ weddings. And yeah. I was like, perfect. I like that you're passionate about what I'm passionate about. And I'm like, yes. So we had so much fun. Cause when you go to a wedding, you get to you get to get all spiffy and dressed up and look nice. All the spiff. And then take all the pictures, mm-hmm. and then sit through the ceremony together and be like, oh, yeah." <laughs> She's like, "I don't know them, but they're getting married. Mm, marriage." And I'm like, oh, "I know them, <laughs> and they're getting married. Go, Brian." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. He's a good guy. 
Yes. Oh, it was so much fun. And we got to dance the night away as you do at weddings. Super great. And she got to meet all of the boys. Mm. <gasps> yes. I have this squad that I see on occasion, usually in summer. <laughs> but I, I love them a lot, and they all love the Lord. And they're just, they're always together, and they're always doing stuff. Bible studies and board games and all, all the different fun things in life. Yeah. But it was really fun, because they were all groomsmen. And I was like, I would be next in line to Baruch if I wasn't a DJ. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I like knowing that I was going to be a groomsman, but mm-hmm. I chose to be a DJ because I have way more fun DJing than I do standing. True, and you get paid for that. Yeah, I was like, I don't get paid to stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to pay to stand. Yeah, I know. Buy like, the ah. tux and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, here, buy exactly this. Yeah. It's nice to be able to just show up. <laughs> yeah, I really don't mind looking super classy on my own and then playing music and having a great time. So it was just really great, super fun night. I just love DJing weddings, and that was especially amazing. So, uh... Dang! Dang! That was, that was cool. cool! So cool! So cool! The coolest! I got you! Boom, 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 boom! Alright, you know what else was cool? Do, 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 number four for you. Number four for me is, so I also got accepted for this other program. Well, another program? Besides just YWAM in September, um, there's this other program called Apex that's happening this summer in June and July. So, yeah, it's like a six-week-ish program, and basically what happens is I get to go to some random place in the country and help young people experience like missions within their local context so that could mean like helping the homeless people in their area it could mean like um like campy type stuff like that happens at like a church type camp and so apparently they told me that kids are going to come in like every week and you're going to get to lead them through devotions and lead them through activities and i'm actually super excited because i've always like wanted to work in some kind of like a summer camp kind of setting and it sounds very similar to that except it's also a staff position so there's also like a small amount of pay that i would get for all of it um and one of the biggest things that god put on my heart for 2021 was that it was going to be a year of servant-heartedness and i feel like just going to apex is going to challenge me in that servant-heartedness in a way that i haven't really ever been challenged before um with helping these kids encounter God for the first time, potentially. I mean, I don't know. Um, they, they were telling me on the phone that the kids are on all such different levels of experience with the Lord. So I'm excited to just kind of see, like, from week to week. I think they said the kids switch out every week. So just, like, how much impact can happen in a week? Like, what kind of encounters can God do? Because, you know, I've seen it happen at summer camps and conventions yes. and stuff all over the place. and. Being a part of that experience for people is going to be super powerful. Um, but the exciting thing is that they can send me to like one of four different cities, which I can either be sent to Miami, Florida, Kansas City, um, Minneapolis, which those are both places me and Dan have been before Kansas City. Right? Yeah, dude. Those are both like homes. Yeah, that's where he went to IHOP and Minneapolis is where I went to BGU. So I love both those yeah. places. So if I end up in either one of those places, I could maybe have some fun side trips to IHOP or Bethany and maybe see some old friends at Bethany, which would be fun. 
Um, but then DC is another option. Washington DC. Yeah, dude, change the world. Which that'd be cool. Uh, my friend Ethan lives out near that in Virginia, which is cool. So maybe I'd get to visit him. Or, <laughs> uh, also, my buddy Trace goes to college out there now too. Two of my past roommates. So, yeah, there's a lot of chances that I might meet up with some friends over like weekends or something while I'm over on my staff position. Who knows? Um, but then uh, the last position, I think the last spot it could be is like Philadelphia or something. I don't know. So I'm pretty open. I'm kind of excited that I could get sent anywhere in the nation in like a month and a half. Or like, not a month and a half. It's like three months-ish still from today. But it's pretty exciting. Like, you know, because like, like I said, like a year ago today or around today is when I came back from Africa. And I've been here just in Wisconsin that entire time. And I'm really excited to get somewhere new because like in a year from today assuming all goes as planned which we know it doesn't because of covid and all that shenanigans but but if it does go as planned then this time next year i'll like have lived in whatever state i do apex and wherever i go for ywam and in hawaii so it's gonna be a lot of awesome new experiences in the year ahead assuming that all these things work out and since i've already been accepted that's a pretty big step in that direction so Whoa. i'm excited i'm excited to see how it all plans out and i think god's gonna make it pretty awesome so dang, dang that, that was, was cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right dan what is your next dtwc moment i have something along a similar vein it's it's ministry 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 is super cool yeah while you're talking about apex i was just thinking about exciting opportunities where there's people who are looking to go and be a part of something be a part of something different from what they're usually used to being a part of yeah where they get to pour out and pour into people mm-hmm. so i was getting me kind of hyped up because in the past couple months god's put this on my heart to start a ministry at some point soon yeah and he also put it on ellie's heart too so it's really cool because we're dreaming and brainstorming together about what it looks like mm-hmm. but he gave us a name for it it's called firefly farms yeah it's a place where you can let your fire fly Ooh, the fire of the lord mm-hmm. so the idea is that fire and fly are going to be two separate words uh-huh because we're it's a really amazing place where people can come and just get their fire reignited and yeah. let it fly again. Wow. And a place of community and family growth and discipleship. And just the more we've been talking about it, the more exciting it is because we know so many people who have so many different gifts and talents and abilities and can teach people to do so many different things. And once it's up and running, we'd love to get everyone involved in it. Yeah. Because we have such a great community here that we could just plug so many different people in and do like a similar thing to Apex. Wow. Where like you could come serve and help out and be a part of these communities and pour into these people and also get like a good stipend for the time you get to put into it. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So I was like, dang, there's probably a bunch of people I know who would be really psyched for this. Yeah. So the more I tell people about it, the more excited they get. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of people who are looking to back it and just get really on board and super hyped for it. Yeah, that's really awesome that you've already got that vision and that dream. and Yeah, it came out of nowhere. I wasn't even, like, two months ago, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. I'm not sure 
exactly what's all going to end up going down, but it's going to be great. I was like, Lord, whatever it's going to be, just it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I just clue me in. Right. So you clued me in super well. Mm-hmm. So it's just super exciting. Everything's just falling into place, and it's so simple, and it's really amazing. Yeah. And it's exciting, and it's just whatever steps I got to do to get towards Firefly Farms, which is just, I'm super passionate about that. Because he's given me a heart to father people. Yeah. You you and I have seen that for a few different years, mm-hmm. where we've both been called the Father Nations. Yeah. And whoever's in our path. People's so it's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. super exciting to be able to father a community that can switch out throughout the year. So I get just new batches of people to be able to father. Yeah. And then pour into their lives. Because I'm really, I just really love people. And God's blessed me with an ability to break down people's walls immediately and get straight to their heart. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's really exciting. And I can't wait. Yeah. The future is very bright. It's very exciting. And you could even say it was cool. Cool. So cool. Oh, man. That's pretty insane. Yeah, once Firefly Farms is up, I will definitely come on down. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to have some summer camp vibes, too. Yeah, I love a good summer camp vibe. <laughs> Very nice. All right, well, I guess I'll go to my next one. So, I think the next cool thing I want to touch on is... It's a bit of a smaller thing, but... Basically, it just boils down to having a lot of really intentional friends in my life this past week um, is something that I've noticed. And I think it's come like, it's come with like, so I, I said a little bit earlier that my life recently has been a little bit more slowed down, a little bit more mundane. Um, I think a big catalyst to all of that happening was like, a week ago on Wednesday, like I smashed my car mirror into a construction cone. And so, <laughs> and so like, it kind of like killed my vibe for door dashing. I haven't like door dashed since that day because oh. I've just been super unmotivated to drive without a car mirror. And I know I could drive with it. It's not that big of a deal. And it's legal to drive with one mirror missing and like whatever. Um, but it's just like, it doesn't feel good to drive after you smash your car mirror and, to a construction cone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess you don't understand. You've never experienced this. Well, I did have a deer. Oh, that's true. Run into my car. That's true. I remember that. I do time, remember that one and time. It totally obliterated my car mirror in like a second. Yeah, but you were on a road trip. You had to go like what, like six more hours after that. I was still like five hours away from home. Yeah. Yeah. I was driving so- home from IHOP. And I was like, just chilling. It was like three in the morning. This deer just goes, poof, runs right in my car and slams the window right off. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I don't need that mirror anymore. And yeah. then I went back to singing my song and kept on driving. Right. Yeah. So in that kind of a situation, you kind of need, uh, kind of need to push through. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just pushed back home and I've driven like little bits. Like I drove to dance for the podcast last week and I've driven to Burger King a couple of times cause I was hungry, but but I have not put in any DoorDash work. And so as a result of that, like over the past week, like I've just been at home a lot and, um, haven't been as motivated to go out. Um, which is why like 
you know, my D, my other DTWC about Disney and the, or not Beauty and the Geek or whatever, um, like just watching that TV show and one of my other um, upcoming DTWCs is also going to be related to television, but we'll get there. Um, but what I wanted to talk about here though is just like, yeah, intentional friendships because throughout this week, it's been interesting because I've been at home so much. Um, in fact, even more than usual, too, because another thing that happened this week is because Dan was at the wedding on Tuesday um, with Ellie, and those are usually the two places we do our Bible study. Um, so we didn't really have a location, and nobody was really free. So even, like, my Tuesdays that are usually built in for Bible study was kind of just, like, empty. So there's just, like, a lot of empty days this past week um, where I was just at home. And um, but those experiences were made a lot better because I just had friends that were like pursuing me over text, which was like really, really powerful because I think sometimes in life, like I get frustrated because like historically I've been like the person to reach out to others mm-hmm. a lot. I've been like, Hey, yeah. how are you doing? What's going on? But this past week I really haven't done as much reaching out and I've been humbled because there's been people who have just been messaging me without like me initiating things. And yeah. that's been really, really significant and powerful like have people reach out and be like, hey, are you doing? Are you good? Um, so I wanted to give some shout-outs. None of these people are listening, probably, but maybe. Uh, but <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to Anna Weimer. She's been a really cool person to talk to recently. Hey. She's been reaching out and just kind of asking me what's up in life. And it's cool because she's um, I think she's actually going to YWAM Kona this September, too. So yeah. that'll be a fun thing to have someone else from Waukesha there with me. Ah, Anna's such a good friend. Yeah, she's an awesome person. Um, and Allie Walker reached out to me on Sunday. We caught up a little bit, and she's got a lot of cool stuff happening in her life. We haven't hung out recently, but just getting a message from a friend is powerful. And I also want to give a shout-out to Michelle. Michelle! Um, yes! A, yeah, she's another awesome person who comes to our Bible study. and I want to double shout-out, Michelle. Yeah, she she messaged Ellie and I, and she's like, hey, how was the wedding? <laughs> but with, like, more words than that. Yeah. <laughs> and we're she, like, oh, well. Yeah, she's such an intentional person. She's really intentional. She's very, very kind and very awesome. And then uh, I also want to shout out, this one's a little bigger, too, because I actually did get to hang out with this guy last Saturday. Uh, my friend Caleb Dorothy, who I haven't seen Caleb Dorothy, I love Caleb Dorothy. in years. Um well, actually, that's a lie. I saw him last month. Um, it was actually at that men's conference that I went to in February that kind of like reinvigorated some passion in my life. Um, before the conference, there was a men's breakfast, and I saw Caleb at the breakfast, and it was powerful because I hadn't seen him in years because he used to do the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at Waukesha South, which I would go to visit from time to time, and that's kind of where I, I met him with my friends Anna and Mari and such um, in that context. And so that was all really cool. Um, but what happened is that at the breakfast before the men's conference, we saw each other and, I was, and we were like, whoa, we should catch up. Um, and I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more at the conference. And then we never saw each other at the entire conference. And I was like, oh, well, our paths never crossed. So this past Saturday, we finally got to cross our paths and we went on a walk at Manuka Park and just kind of swapped testimonies of like what's happened in our lives over the last three years. And, yes. and it was crazy. Like he's had so much awesome stuff happen in his life. And then we went back to his house and I got to play some piano and we prayed together and he made me chicken and I mean, you know, you like chicken, a brother who makes you chicken <laughs> is pretty cool. So yeah. So just like these intentional friendships with those four people and there's obviously a lot more. I mean, I hung out with Will on, um, on Monday, Monday too, which yep. was really good. Um, and he fixed my laptop, which I mentioned earlier too, but 
yeah, overall, just, like, a lot of really good intentional friends in my life have been um, pursuing me and supporting me even, like, right now when I don't have, like, a car or as much motivation to get out and do stuff. Like, there's still people, like, firing conversation up and um, just giving me people to talk to throughout the day. So, dang. That, that was, was cool. cool. Amen. Yep. All right, brother. What's your number five? Number five. Number five is going to be, I got a new car. <laughs> it's a new car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Man, we should do a Price is Right episode. That Ooh, would be fun. That would be fun. Maybe we should put it on the wheel. <laughs> There is an empty spot. It's possible. (laughs) The spot could be right for the price being right. Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) But yeah, it was really great. Because like we talked about that one time when Dan Benji's Survivor, I hopped on a plane with my friend Ben. Yeah. And we flew to Vegas. That's right. (laughs) And I got to see the Grand Canyon and then pick up Ben's new car. And we drove back and it was great. And I liked the mountains. Mm-hmm. And the trip was awesome. And then I ended up buying Ben's old car to become my new car. And I love it. I'm not going to lie. I just really, really enjoy Becky. Yeah. Becky is an amazing vehicle. She is very considerate and very nice. Mm. If you're wondering why I named my new car Becky... It's because she's a Ford, and on the newer Fords, when you open the door, it goes doo-doo-doo, doo doo which Ellie and I thought it sounds like ooh-roo, and in Finding Dory, there's this one part where there's, there's this character named Becky. Really? <laughs> and uh, they need Becky to help fly them somewhere. Hmm. Mainly Nemo's dad and Dory. Okay. So they have to say, Uru, and look Becky in the eyes. <laughs> so they go, Uru, Becky, Uru. Uru, Becky. Uru. <laughs> so we're like, oh, this car says, Uru, Uru. Every time you open Dang. the door. That's so we're like, wild. this car's name has to be Becky. <laughs> TTWC, man. That's whack. Yes. No, it's just, Whoa. I don't know. It's just really fun. I like Becky a lot. She's nice. She has a really great sound system, which makes everything really exciting. She gets good fuel efficiency, and she has all these, like, fancy features where there's the push-button start, and you don't have to take the key out of your pocket ever. Yeah. And you can, like, wag your foot underneath the back of the car, and it opens the trunk mm-hmm. thing, and it folds down flat, and you can lay in it. You, like, sleep in the back of Becky. It's pretty great. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a much comfier car. I've been in it once or twice, and she's very comfortable. It's a heckin' good time. I gotta say, much appreciate. Very love. Dang, Dang. that, that was, was cool. cool. Agreed. Very much agreed. Very nice. So awesome. I'm gonna go into my number six then. So my number six. Cool ish. thing. Ish. Dr. Becky. Ish. 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 Is. Ish. Is ish? What what is it? What, no. <laughs> what would it be? I don't know. What it could be? Uh, 
no, it's 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 this awesome thing I've started doing. Um, so on our wheel here at Fiery Friends, we have a Pixar movie re- rewatch wedge, um, which is exciting because I'm excited to rewatch all the Pixar movies whenever the wheel lands on it. Um, but I also was just kind of like I said, I've been at home a lot this past week. And there's been something that's been on my bucket list for, like, a long period of time in my life. And that's to watch all 59 movies of the Disney canon and rate them. Because I like rating things. You love rating things. I like saying, like, what's the best? What's the worst? What's the score? You know, what's the number? And, like, it just it gets me excited. This is why I relate to the geeks. <laughs> but, but, but I was like, it's time. I'm home. I got all this free time. Let's go ahead and watch all 59 Disney movies. And so in the last few days, I've watched 14 of them so far. Um, going strong. I'm going strong. I'm going chronologically, too, so it's interesting because I'm starting with, like, the movies like Snow White, Pinocchio, Bambi, Dumbo. All these, like, really old movies with super outdated animation styles and stuff. And so, like, sometimes it's, like, a slog to get through because, like, Back then, Disney didn't really know how to tell a story that well, so <laughs> it took a little bit for them to get their groove, um, and so some of those move and like the animation isn't all there, so some of them is some of them have been not as great, um, but then some of them have been like super underrated gems. Like yesterday, I finally hit um, the Silver Era, which is when Cinderella comes out Ooh. and, and uh, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, and there's like a Ooh. serious uptick in quality in those last three. So I'm really having fun with it, and also like there's like all those weird movies that came out during the war too, which most of them are just like clip shows basically. Like there's just like six different unrelated segments, and they call it a movie. So it's super bizarre. Like my favorite gem so far that I've found in the rewatch is this movie called the three caballeros. And it's like, have you seen that movie? Yeah. Isn't it so weird? (laughs) It's like, it's so bizarre and strange. I love it so much because what they do is they mix live action and animation, which I love movies that do that. Like, you know, it kind of has that space jam vibe, um, with Looney Tunes and stuff. Except, like, with Donald Duck and some, like, Hispanic yes. chicken. And then they just, like, <laughs> sing these awesome songs together. It's and so like, good. And there's, like, this one scene where Donald Duck is flirting with live-action women. And it's really hilarious. And, like, they're just, like, dancing in, like, these Mexican villages. And it kind of, like, gives me the vibes of, like, when I was back in Ghana. Like, dancing around with, uh, with different, like, Ghanaian people. And just, like, seeing Donald Duck do it. I'm like, man, Donald, I get you. You know? It's <laughs> just, like... It was a lot of fun, and, like, um, just, like, going through all these Disney movies has been a blast, and I'm really excited, because I'm about to, you know, after, there's, like, a lot of movies I haven't seen in, like, the Silver Age and the Bronze Age, but once I get to, like, the Renaissance, I'm really excited to go through stuff like Lion King, Tarzan, Hercules, Hunchback, like, all the good stuff, and then, like, we get to the revival with, like, Tangled, Frozen, uh, Wreck-It Ralph, Zootopia, like, there's a lot of good movies on my path in the next, like, month or so as I'm continuing to do this. And I might release uh, my final rankings once I finish. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that's that's been a lot of fun. I love just ranking things. And, um, and just going through Disney history is fun, too, because I really didn't find Disney until, like, a few years back when Dan and I, like, we used to just, like, watch a Disney movie and eat ramen at my house, like, back in 2017 like all the time and that's kind of when i fell in love with disney because as a child i didn't really grow up 
watching the films and mm-hmm. and like even like as I'm rewatching most of these really really old ones like a lot of older Disney doesn't really appeal to me as much but like the new stuff is so good and it's really cool to like go back and look at where it all came from so I'm really enjoying it and I think it's gonna be a fun ride to continue through and like it's also cool because like a lot of them have little hidden biblical messages too like there's this one movie called Melody Time which is super abstract and it has this whole short about Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed! And they literally sing, like, the Lord is good to me in a Disney movie. And I'm like, dang, like, I didn't know that came from huh. a Disney movie. Like, the whole, like, you know, like, the whole, like, Johnny Appleseed song where it's like, uh, uh, how does it even go? It's like, so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need. The sun and the rain and the apple seed. The Lord is good to me. Amen, 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 amen. Yeah, exactly. You know it. <laughs> but I didn't know that came in from a Disney movie. Maybe it didn't come from a Disney movie. Maybe they just sang it in the Disney movie. But, like, the fact that they sang the words the Lord in a Disney movie, it was like, whoa. Like, I didn't see this coming. So, it's like, dang. It's blindsided. I know. Ooh. I was like, the Lord just got mentioned in a Disney movie? Hype. I mean, most of the new Disney movies, they just have to do, like, hidden metaphors about Jesus because they can't mention it in modern-day America. <laughs> so... But, like, to see it back then, you know, there's there is some definite benefits of the old days because it was a lot more open what you could say. Like, uh, I was watching Peter Pan last night, and, like, the father, like, goes around telling his kids, like, that's poppycock! And I'm like, nobody would say poppycock in these days. You're like, we, we don't say that anymore. Exactly. And so it's, it's a whole new world to be able to say poppycock, and I'm definitely enjoying it, so. Yeah. Dang, that was, that cool. was cool. Yeah, and as I'm over here, Dan is currently going over to the oven. You gotta preheat the oven. <laughs> yeah, he brought over some chicken pizzas for us to eat after the podcast. So I think his hunger pangs are tingling, <laughs> and he wants to. He wants to. I get, didn't eat yet today. He wants it all revved up and ready to go. You know how sometimes you don't preheat the oven and you just throw the pizza in and hope it works out? Yeah. I don't want that to be today. Oh, you want it to fully work out. <laughs> yeah, I want the fullness. Yes, Dan wants the fullness of this pizza. Yeah, speaking of food and fullness. Oh, yes, there was another thing that happened. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty interesting. Kind of cool. Definitely something yes. worth mentioning. Tell me about it. So, uh, this past week, your brother, my brother, Brian, Brian. shout out. Shout There's out to no Brian. way you're listening to this. No way, but, but if Brian's you were, really cool. Yeah. We shouted you out, so if you ever listen to this in the future. One day. One, one day. One day when we're famous and getting like 300 plays a week, then maybe you'll go back into the archives. Yep. For this one, where we mention you and give you a shout out, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, you, you called me. Brian called me every day for like a week. Every single day. Yeah. That is commitment. Intentional friends. Very like committed. I was talking about. <laughs> yep. He was like, hey, I did the Blazing Challenge at B-dubs a little while ago. Yeah. I, for some reason, I still don't know why, he wanted to do it again, but with somebody. He wanted a companion to do the same thing. And he asked a few people. That all said no? They all turned him down immediately. But you. But he asked me, and I always said, 
Not today. But maybe one day. <laughs> and then one day and came. So, Zach and I were uh, playing some poker. Yeah, we had an awesome poker on Wednesday. night at my brother's house. On it was pretty Wednesday. good. Really I was good. almost in the money. I walked back in after a nice long hug with my girlfriend, and I sat down to my last chip. Yeah, he <laughs> he was literally outside for like forty minutes, and like the he he just lost all his money to the blinds except for one chip, and he walked in conveniently at the time when his last chip was in the pot, and then he won that one, and I was like, dang, is Dan gonna come back and win the whole night on one chip after hugging his girlfriend for an hour? <laughs> It was, it was very, very interesting. I walked in and I was so excited. I was like, yes, I had almost nothing and now I have something. Yeah. And I put it on the next hand. Yeah, it was crazy because, <laughs> yeah, then Dan and my dad both went out at the same time and I ended up getting second place money, which was enough to profit. So I was like, dang, yes, I made it into the money. Because I was like running on low for like the last like hour of the night and I was thinking, man, I just got to play for second place. I got to get some money. And I made it. I was <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm really glad you got second. Yeah, and then I won a Red Dragon Inn afterwards with my girl Wizgill, the best character Dang, in the game. I forgot about that. That was fun Yeah, too. it was crazy because we thought I won and then we realized there was this one thing. And yeah. then we played it out, yeah, and we played literally with, like, like 30 powers. seconds later, you everything. won. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Red Dragon Inn is a super fun game. We never mentioned it in the board game podcast we did, because I never played it back then when we did that with David Novak. It's really fun. I think it'd probably make my top 10 now. Oh, for sure. It's great. It's pretty great. But anyways, Dan, back to your DTWC. Oh, yeah. So, um, we finished that. You left. And then, uh... Your other, brother, your other brother, Joey, was like, here, have some of those spicy bag of chips. Oh, yeah. So I was eating spicy chips, and I was like, well, these are kind of hot. But then he cheated, and he brought over a cup of sour cream. Oh. So if you dip a spicy hot lime habanero chip in sour cream, yeah. it just tastes like delicious lime. True. <laughs> so it's really good. So like we were eating chips and watching Chuck, and Chuck's a really good show. I like the show. Yeah. And he made a shake, and I was just having a good time. And he's like, you can stay the night. And I was like, I need to pick up my car the next day. And, like, Joey's house is halfway to the car from right. where I was. And I needed someone to help me with that. Okay. So an hour before I had been thinking this, Brian went to bed. And he, again, was... He wasn't asking. He was just stating, we're going to do the challenge tomorrow. Okay. And I didn't really give him a clear answer, <laughs> as I like to leave things in the air until I've decided that it's actually a good idea, or I could shut it down eventually, for real. Yeah, it's but very true. An hour after he had gone to bed, I walked into his room, and I was like, hey, uh, help me pick up my car tomorrow, and we'll go blow our faces off with the Blazing Wing Challenge. <laughs> and he's like oh that's a deal <laughs> dang so yeah I walked back outside and drank some more shake and laid on the couch and then fell asleep with Chuck on and woke up to Brian playing Call of Duty no he was playing Battlefield sorry oh, gotcha. my bad my bad Battlefield gotcha. 5 different yeah and I was like alright it's time so we went we picked up the car we got it home great we went to B-dubs 
as we're driving there, he was just getting really excited. He's like, I'm salivating. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. He was just like, I can't wait to see you do this challenge. <laughs> that was the thing for him. He's like, I just want to see someone else do this challenge. <laughs> I was like, I oh, know I can do it. I, don't... I want to see someone else do it. So I was like, okay, here we go. Nice. I walked in. I was like, I'm confident. There is no way that I cannot accomplish this challenge. Because it's Carolina Reaper Wings. And I've had a Carolina Reaper pepper before. Right. It sucked horribly, but I did it. Yeah. So I was like, I can do this. You got it. Believe in yourself. So we get there, and we tell the waitress, like, hey, we're going to do the challenge. And she's like, are you sure? And we're like, yeah. And she's like, okay, cool. I'm excited. Because you look like you can actually do it. Most people just kind of try it, and then they don't finish it. (laughs) They don't really realize what all it entails. They're half-hearted. Yeah. Yeah, so we're like, let's do it. So then they bring out two baskets, ten each, blazing. Yeah. Blazing wings. So blazing. It's like a million Scoville units or more. I don't know. That's a Something lot. Something big. Of units. Really hot. Hot! And uh, he's like, he's got the stopwatch. Like, there has to be a manager there watching us do it. Oh, so, so you then, can, like, make it official? Yeah, so it's official. Right. We signed the waivers. There's waivers. It's great. Dang. <laughs> yeah, he found the waivers. He's got the stopwatch. And they're bone-in wings, so I don't have as much experience with this. Right. There's a technique that I didn't know, but it's okay. Oh, interesting. Yep. So then he says, you ready? We're like, yeah. He says, go. And then, like, boom. First bite. I was expecting, like, this is just going to taste like death, and it'll be horrible, and it'll be over eventually. Yeah. It tasted kind of good. I'm not going to lie. You enjoyed the taste. The yeah. The flavor. It wasn't even hot. Like, yeah. it didn't taste spicy at all. Wow. I got to the third wing, and I was like, there's still no spice here. And my brain was like, bruh, this is easy. We're going <laughs> to finish in like two seconds. This is We're champs. We could go. We could go pro. I could do this anywhere. Yeah, that's awesome. And then I hit wing four, and I started crying. <laughs> and on wing five, I started sweating. Oh, man. <laughs> and then I realized... Wow, not only are these wings spicy hot, but also they're like fresh out the fryer. And they put them right in front of us, and they're like, Are you ready to go right now? So, usually, like, you get your wings from B dubs, and uh, you let them sit for a little bit while you pray and like sit and talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no, we just scarfed them straight into our face. Yeah, that's true. Like, they're really physically hot wings. It's a different experience. <laughs> yeah, so like halfway through this, I'm like, man, not only is this spicy and I'm crying and sweating, but also these wings are just really hot in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so you finish one, and then you're like, okay, here we go. The first bite is always like steamy. You're like, ah, ah. <laughs> And you're just going for it, and then like he keeps saying numbers, which equates to how many minutes it's been, and we only have five minutes to finish. Right, yeah, you have to so do So he's like three limit. minutes and 30 seconds, and I'm like, frick, man, I still got wings left. Oh, man. So, Brian finishes right at a little past four minutes, which is 30 seconds past. Like, his first time he did three minutes, 30 seconds. Okay. But, like, he finishes, and he's like, four minutes. And then my brain says, I have five minutes total to do this. I I haven't finished the swing in my hand, and I have one more. Okay. And I'm feeling very full. So you had a wing and and a half. And everything's hot. And you had a minute. Yeah. So I was like, I can't have eaten nine crazy hot wings and then, like, fail True. this challenge. <laughs> you can't fail after that. No. 
I was like, that's not an option. Right. I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> so I finish that, and then I take the next swing, and I just go... <laughs> <laughs> slam through it and then I finished it 4 minutes 30 seconds hallelujah I did it it was great and then right <laughs> right after that they give you ice cream and you're like oh yes they got the ice cream to us within seconds oh, I was free so ice happy cream? well I mean you pay for the wings and the ice cream and everything oh okay I gotcha so sure it's it's free yeah but you get your name on the screen yeah it's, it's, all, it's all for the name on the screen yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we get the ice cream, and then I'm eating the ice cream, and I realize, like, huh, my mouth isn't hot. These weren't that hot. But then I thought, wow, the sauce that is around my mouth, on my lips and beard and such, is starting to burn. Oh! Like a fire. I got the wet wipes, ripped them open, and tried to get it off. That wasn't enough. I went to the bathroom, wiped, washed off my face, and I came back, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> my face... Your face. My face is on fire. <laughs> Fiery face. Which is annoying because like ice cream was there. There was ice cream and milk. Plenty of it. Yeah. My mouth didn't hurt. So I took the ice cream and just kind of like slathered it around on my lips. <laughs> <laughs> trying trying my best to take any of this burning pain away. It didn't work too well. Yikes. Basically, I just had 20 minutes of my face being on fire. Whoa. Fiery face. And then it went away. And then I was okay. And then later that day, I was rock climbing and my fingers were on fire. And I was like, this is a weird sensation. <laughs> that lasted for like two hours. And then that night, when I was using the bathroom, <laughs> yes, the, the wings passed through me. And there was one final fire <laughs> sensation. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Oh, man. That one was quick. Not that bad. But it was just like, oh, yeah. It's just like a reminder. They're like, by the way. You ate us today. But, oh, okay. <laughs> That's so bizarre to me that it, like... The spice stays. <coughs> Not as intense, but it stays a little bit on the way out. Yeah, that really surprises me that it stays in your system the whole journey. You yeah, know, I feel like your stomach acids and stuff would totally destroy it and whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dang. But yeah, I've done the blazing challenge now, so, uh... Dang. dang. That was, that was hot! Oh! It was hot! It was, it was hot. cool! Freaking hot! Ah, oh, it's hot! <laughs> Wow, look at that. So hot. So hot. Yeah. That's going to be a nice spike for y'all ears listening. <laughs> good luck. Good luck for your ears. All right, sweet. We got we got one more one more DTWC for you from both of us. Um So my last one is actually kind of a DTWBC. Dang. That will be cool. Because Whoa. it's something that's coming. Like it got like it got like set up over the last few days, Ooh. and like it's coming. So basically, what happened is so basically every week in my life, for like the last little bit, um, I have a pretty committed like devotional day on Mondays where I go through this devotion book, um, which I don't even remember what it's called. But basically, the idea of it is um, every week it tells you something different about faith, because another one of the big things that God put on my heart for twenty twenty one was. That this year was going to be a no fear year. And like to focus on overcoming fear, fearlessness, things along those lines. Um, and so I started this devotion that every week it takes you through a step about faith. Because in order to have less fear, you have to have more faith. You got to not just get rid of the bad thing, but you have to add something good. Yeah. And to add more faith is so important. 
And so every week in my faith devotional, it kind of like takes me through a different aspect of what can help you to have more faith. Um, and it was interesting because like this week in my devotional, like there was a command, like normally it's just like, you know, some thought provoking question of just like, how does this reveal God's character about faith and blah, blah, blah. And it's just <laughs> like, this week. it's asking you, but this, this week it was like, do this thing in the next week. And I was like, whoa, that's like a pretty intense command. And you know what it told me I have to do in the next week? What do you have to do? I have to go watch a sunrise. And I was like, Ooh. I was like, whoa, that's cool. I've never been commanded by a book to watch a sunrise before. I love watching sunrises. <laughs> and I was like, dang, that was cool. But then, <laughs> but then I was like, which day am I going to do this? Oh, yay, pizza. And yeah, that was the beep from the oven. I don't know if that caught in the audio, but yeah, we're going to have a good pizza soon. But, but yeah, so I would... Um, I'm determined to watch a sunrise sometime this week because that book told me to. And if I don't do it, I'm going to feel bad. But I think the reason it wants me to watch a sunrise is because like some of my most awesome moments of connection with God have happened at sunsets and sunrises that I've seen at places like Devil's Lake or Glacier Cone Park or Lapham Peak. There's a lot of really good sunset spots here in Waukesha. Um, we've had lots of good memories and moments with the Lord and I haven't really gone out in nature the whole winter because winter sucks, but now that the weather's semi-decent-ish, I feel like it would be a good day to go out and see a sunrise one of these days over the weekend and my sleep schedule's been bonkers lately too since I've been watching Disney movies till like 7am every night and then I like sleep like 8am to like 5pm like... My sleep schedule's been, like, Izzy's sleep schedule lately. Oh you know, it's just been night owl to the extreme. And so I'm basically staying up till sunrise time anyways watching Disney movies. So, I mean, I can just kind of ride the last half, like, right after I finish the last Disney movie of the night, just drive over to Glacier Cone, get a good moment with the Lord in. It's probably what I'm going to do tonight or Saturday, depending which one has better weather forecast for the morning. But... Yeah, I'm excited to see a sunrise with the Lord, and I'm excited that my book told me that I have to, because I gotta obey the devotion book. It's pretty important, so, dang. Dang, that will be cool. It will be cool when I watch that sunset. Rise. Or rise, yeah. That sunrise. Dang. All right, Dan. One more. Don't disappoint the viewers. You gotta make this one good. Ooh, I'm so excited. Okay, brain, tell me what it is. <laughs> you still don't know. <laughs> Wait, you you could do a dang that will be cool too. I know. I'm considering a DTWBC. Yeah. You could just say it. We're about to eat a pizza. That'll be cool. <laughs> oh, but it's gonna be hot. That's true. It won't be cool. It will be a hot pizza. Facts. So hot and delicious. Delicious. Delish. Mmm. My seventh. Yes. Oh, you have it. Yes. The epiphany has come. The epiphany has come. It has come. 
I'm just gonna send it with a DTWBC of this trip. Oh, the trip that you're on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be cool. I agree. I think, I think it's gonna be really cool. Yeah, Tennessee for ten days, climbing yep. rocks and yeah, Tennessee for a week. Yeah, I really love rock climbing, and there's gonna be some caving and waterfalls and such, and mountains. I really love waterfalls and mountains and road trips and everything, so it's going to be a really cool trip. I'm really going to miss my girlfriend a lot. Yeah. But it's going to be a really great trip, and it's going to be really cool. It's going to be with some good people. Yeah. We'll get fiery for the Lord. Maybe we'll win some should, get some people for Jesus. Yeah. I believe it, brother. It's going to be cool. You could even sit down. That'll be be cool. cool. Fact. All right. And that is our DTWCs and BCs of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, it's been it's been good. I'm really happy with where God has me in life, and I feel like both of us had a lot of cool things in very different spheres of life. I feel like Dan, your life is very active right now. Like you're doing stuff with people almost every day, mainly your girlfriend and sometimes other people too. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, and then my life is a lot less people, but a lot more introspective uh, moments with the Lord and mm. Him speaking to me through little things. Like, That's so good. Like, you know, like Disney movies or like devotionals. So it's really interesting to see how He's moving, you know, in outward places and inward places. You he's know? on the move, both. Exactly, and it's really powerful and super good. So, um, so before we get to the wheel and such... Um, I want to just take a moment to ask this one question because I asked people if they wanted to give us Q&A for this episode that they could. And we only got one question from Hannah Steiner. Hannah Steiner. Shout out to Hannah Steiner. Um, and it's actually like a fast food based question. So it kind of like relates to last week's podcast, the fast food bracket. But she said, if y'all could pick the Lord's chicken, which is Chick-fil-A or Popeye's or any other chicken place, where would y'all eat? So... There we go. Dan, what chicken place would you eat? Chick-fil-A. It's the Lord's chicken. Amen. <laughs> See, it's weird because like, that's what my original thought was when she sent that question. I was like, this is a stupid question and a waste of time because it's like, duh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is so good. But when I actually thought about it, I almost never actively seek out Chick-fil-A. I think that's more so just because it's not in my area than like that it isn't the best chicken. But... Sometimes, like, I actually prefer to, like, go to somewhere like Burger King for a chicken sandwich because it's just cheaper. And, like, you know, a chicken junior at Burger King. I can get two chicken juniors at Burger King for, like, $2, and they taste amazing. And Chick-fil-A chicken is, like, another kind of amazing, but it's also so expensive that I'd almost rather just go get, like, two mini chicken sandwiches from Burger King for the same price. Fair. Or for, for like you know, like for a third of the price, you know, and it's, it's, it's a much better deal. It's more convenient. And yeah, there's a reason Burger King beat Chick-fil-A in the bracket last week. Let's just say that. I think that I would rather go to Burger King for like, for price reasons, for taste reasons. I think it's more even, but Chick-fil-A tastes better. It probably does. It's juicy and delicious. I guess it is. It's just like, I don't even know. It's, I feel like it's a mood. Chick-fil-A, it's, it's almost too bougie for me. Like, it feels like... It's pretty bougie. It feels sure. like you have to be, like, in a fancy mood. Like, I'm a fancy man today. 
I'll go with Chick-fil-A. You know, <laughs> you know that's kind of like the vibe it gives off. Mm-hmm. Not a bad vibe. I just, I'm not a very fancy person. I'm simple. I'm the simple type. I like to go to Burger King. I used to be a Burger King man, too. Yeah. And I also really like the new McDonald's chicken sandwich. I mentioned that a little bit on the podcast last week. I'm going to try it in the next two days it before literally, my coupon expires. It almost tastes the same as the Chick-fil-A one. Like, they almost taste exactly the same. I was, like, shook. I was, like... McDonald's has a chicken sandwich that tastes as good as the Chick-fil-A sandwich. So that, that kind of shook me. I was very surprised. Um, so you should you should definitely eat it and let me know your thoughts. Oh, I'm going to have one. Yeah, they're pretty good. And I don't know if they're cheaper than the Chick-fil-A one, though. They probably are. Again, Chick-fil-A is a little pricey for me, but that's because I'm a poor boy. So I feel like McDonald's chicken sandwich probably costs about the same. Chick-fil-A is just like four fifty. Yeah, yeah, it's about the same price then, but still, you can get two Burger King small ones for that price. Burger King. I do love me some Burger King deals. Gotta love BK. Yeah, let's finish strong. All right, so that's our little that's our little Q and A. Shout out to Anna for giving us a question. Thanks, Anna. Um, all right. So here's the deal with the wheel, right? So right. Um, the wheel right now. So. We originally said last week that we weren't going to replace DTWC. But it, I don't see it on the wheel anymore. Yeah, so I deleted it from the wheel, and here's why. is because I'm actually in the process of getting a new wheel that has 14 spots instead of 12. And so this wheel has 12 spots, um, but I have a new one coming on the way with 14 slots, so we can add two more things to the wheel. Um, just because we have so many ideas that I kind of wanted to... Add a little more space. And then also, uh, I have a friend from church who wants to borrow this wheel for a kid's ministry. And I'm just like, you know, I'll just give him the small one and then just get a bigger one for the podcast. So, hey. so, so yeah. So, I'm going to... This is the last time we'll actually spin this little wheel. Whoa. Um, but I figured since we don't necessarily need to do another DTWC podcast in two weeks when Dan gets back in town, that we can throw something else on in the meantime. So, um, yeah, I guess... Dan, you can kind of decide. I can read the suggestion box off real quick, unless you have, like, one that you remember really liking. Oh, I really like the idea that we came up with on this podcast. Yeah? The yeah. prices, right? Yeah. Honestly, I don't hate it. I think it could be really Put fun. Put it on there. Dude, it would be something because, like, I could just, like, look up prices for stuff, and we could, we just have to find, like, three contestants. Yeah. And, like, or we could get, like, contestants row. We could even, like, maybe do, like, a video for that one, because uh-huh. that would be super cool. All right, let's throw prices right on there. Do I think- it. I think it's got a lot of potential. But do it as an acronym. Oh. <laughs> to uh, respect the slice. Okay. So, true. I mean, they're all going to get deleted when I give this wheel away to the kids' ministry anyway. So. T-P-I-R, the price is right. T-P-I-R. All right. So, um, one more thing before we spin today. Um, I just want to... Give a quick moment um, to talk about what's going to happen next week. So like Dan said, he's going to be on his trip next week. Um, And so to fill in the Fiery Friday, I actually was talking to my buddy Will, Will Hubert, which we brought up on the podcast a couple times. And he's a super awesome brother. And he actually told me he just, um, because he listens to a podcast on his way to work every week because he has like a 40 minute commute. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because he'll like send me encouraging messages every morning with like, Whatever he gets out of the, um, the sermons that he listens to from Elevation Church, but yeah, dude, I listen to those too. They're so good. Like Pastor yeah. Stephen Furtick, super good podcast. But 
He told me yesterday, he was like, yo, bro, yesterday I changed up my routine and listened to this new podcast called Fiery Friends. And he told me he listened to our first episode um, of the origin story when we're just kind of like sharing our story of how we met and like how me and you, like, we, you know, we went to Canada together and all that mm-hmm. crazy stuff. And he, he was like fangirling over it. He wants an origin story? Yeah, he was messaging me. He was like, I love this origin story. I want to tell my origin story with you. And like my origin story of how I met Will is such an awesome it's story. It's really great. And so, and he's like super into podcasts and he probably knows how to work this Blue Yeti microphone better too, so he can give me some tips. So I'm excited because what's going to happen is next week while Dan's out of town, um, Will's going to fill in and me and him are going to do a little origin story show. I'm excited. That's really cool. Yeah. To whet your guys' appetite for some more cool Jesus moments. And so we'll do that next week and then um, this wheel spin here will come at you in two weeks with whatever the wheel lands on so just to give a quick um audible recap of what's on the wheel we have oh actually um one other thing well actually so so here's the thing is like so last week i also tried to introduce superpowers right and so superpowers um the way that they were gonna work is every month dan and i will get three superpowers to mess with the wheel if we want to so the powers are respin which means we can spin the wheel Again, if we don't like what it lands on originally. Replace, which means that we can take something off the wheel and put something else on if we have a better idea. Or veto, which means that we can just... I think the way that veto works the best is that we can just tell someone else no when they try to use their superpower. So, yeah. So those are the three powers, and they're going to replace every month. So since we're not doing another podcast in March, this is the last chance to use any of them for this month. Um... So, if we want to respin, we both have it on the table for this month, and we also have replace, and I actually think I'm going to use my replace power to take names of God off the wheel, um, is actually what I think I'm going to do. Okay, what you replacing them with? And the reason for that is just, I, I love names of God as a concept, but I think it's just like, it's another one of those concepts that's like, I don't know how long we could talk about names of god like i have no there, idea there's some i really like like emmanuel i really like emmanuel Jaro. and abba there's like some there's, there's some pretty good ones but i just don't know what like the format of that show would be and there's no idea and there's a there's another topic that i think i can figure out um how to make it work a lot better and that's ranking the greatest showman soundtrack <laughs> because i just really would like to do that i think could get ellie back on the show Ooh. um because she's passionate about the greatest showman and it's one of my favorite movies in my life yeah dude the first day i really chilled with ellie we all sang greatest showman together yeah it's just a whole lot of fun and i actually don't know which song would win either because there's, no so there's so many, many good, good songs, songs. Yeah, so I think it would be a lot of fun, and I think it would just be cool to also share testimony about how God spoken to me through that movie in a really deep way. Yes. So yeah, I'm going to throw Greatest Showman on the wheel, um, just for this has been... Um, Dan, do you want to replace anything before we... Uh, and we'll eventually have to add two extra things next week because of... I like how it stands right now. Getting the bigger wheel. Um... But yeah, if you want to replace, you can, but you're saying you're not going to? No. All right, sweet. Then the wheel for all of you people at home is um, Zach reads a book, which it will not land on. Oh, it will. I have a respin. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, we have the Pixar movie rewatch. 
which would mean that we would watch Toy Story. We have stretch stories, which means that we'll do something extreme. Which, I mean, honestly, that would work a lot with Dan's, like, trip. We'd be able to talk about that. Then I'd have to do something somewhat hard over the next two weeks to talk about. Mm -hmm. That might be tough, but I could give it a shot. I mean, they've used then we got Veggie Tales still on the wheel. Excellent. Just having a week of talking about Veggie Tales. We got the Bibley Awards, which is basically an award show where all the different awards have something to do with a scripture. We got the Worship Song Bracket, which is like the fast food bracket except with worship songs. We got Tips, Benefits, and Challenges of Building a Community of Jesus Loving People, suggested by David Hawkins. And I really like that one. I think it's good. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits and challenges to building a community of Jesus-loving people. Uh, then we got The Price is Right, which we just added on the wheel. I think would be a lot of fun. We got The Greatest Showman Soundtrack Rankings. Um, we got The Fruit of the Spirit series, which would be going through love. We've got The Power of Prayer and Fasting. And we've got stories about our mission trips to Ghana and Haiti and anywhere else that we've done missions in any capacity so i think dan's gonna take the spin today we both have our respin power so don't take this too seriously but here we go the first spin of the day let's see what it lands on stretch stories, stories. Hmm. huh okay it is one of the three slices i was aiming for Here's my thought, Ross. Normally, I would respin stretch stories, but I feel like if there was ever a week that it's a good time to do stretch stories, it's when we have two weeks and we have, like, your trip to talk about. It feels like a decent... It feels like a really good stretch stories time. Yeah. It feels like a good time to... You just kind of knock it off the wheel and to get it done. And I think there's probably some good content there, so... I'm not going to respin. Yeah, I don't think I am either. I think this is a, I think this is pretty much the best week that stretch stories can come up. So, so that's it. Uh, in two weeks, me and Dan will share some stretch stories of like ways that we've stretched ourselves in our relationship with God and in crazy ways. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I've had some ideas of how I might stretch myself, like waking up early or like trying to DoorDash like. 500 hours a week or something like i don't know not not kill yourself yeah stretch yourself yeah stretch no kill <laughs> yeah true i don't want to kill my other mirror or more <laughs> but yeah i don't know i don't know what'll end up happening I, there's like a lot of ways i can stretch myself in the next two weeks so it's a mystery pray into it and see what happens mm -hmm. it'll be fun um yeah so i think that's about it so stretch stories will come in two weeks and next week... The bye week is the origin story of Zach and Will. Yep, next week me and Will are going to share our origin story. It's going to be good. You won't want to miss it. So until next time, keep, keep the, the fire, fire burning. burning.